The Bank of America has revealed to the Securities and Exchange Commission that it made six incorrect transactions at the end of the quarters in 2007 to 2009 that hid from view billions of dollars of debt. The disclosure was made in an April letter to the agency uh, that was posted as a regulatory filing, according to the Wall Street Journal. The transactions took place as the bank was trying to gussy up its balance sheet, also known sometimes as end-of-the-quarter window dressing, and meet internal targets. Yeah, if you don't meet those targets at the bank, you're put up against the wall and you become the internal target. Gee, you know, thinking about it, I wish the IRS would let me do a little window dressing with my returns. But alas, uh, I'm only a humble citizen and not a bloated international banking giant. Quote, window dressing isn't illegal in itself. There you go. Meet my dear friend, Gray Ethics. But intentionally masking debt to deceive investors violates regulatory guidelines. B of A said its incorrect accounting wasn't intentional. Uh, Before filing for bankruptcy in 2008, Lehman Brothers used an accounting strategy to remove $50 billion in assets from its balance sheet. Yeah, it was a real clever little thing. Uh, I sell you my assets when actually what I'm doing is just parking them with you. And then the minute the quarter's over, you give them back to me, right? So uh, they should show now as positives, not as negatives. When the public looks at it, when the public stops looking at it, ah, the crap comes back on the sheet. Well, the revelation um, of the letters uh, came to the SEC, and, and they're about to disclose the results of an inquiry into the bank's accounting for repurchase agreements. That's what those are. Uh, it's not a real It's not a real purchase. In fact, Lehman Brothers had to go to England to find a law that allowed you to do it in England. And the people there said, this is only English law. So what they did is they opened an English branch or used their English branch and did all the repurchasing, window, you know, dressing, gussying out of England. I mean, total gonifs, thieves, crooks. Let's get down to it. Now, the SEC said that it's mulling stricter disclosure standards in hopes to gain a better understanding of the practice of cleaning up balance sheets for quarterly earnings reports. Mulling? Hopes to? These are not the words of an agency uh, with regulatory fire in its belly. You mull wine and you hope for the best. Their job is to regulate the hell out of the outlaw practices of the multi-billion dollar banks and investment houses that have been bilking us for decades. Yeah, I'm no folk singer. I'll try it. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around the bend, etc., etc., etc. I just want to get you in the mood. Now. Oh, am I in the mood now? Well, yes, down really. in Laguna Niguel, California, Laguna Niguel. The minute I heard it, I knew it was going to be like fried brains on toast. Somehow, there is a 31-year-old tradition. I mean, I mean that's ancient. Mooning Amtrak. Heard about this tape? I hadn't. I lived down there for a long time. Mooning Amtrak. The story goes something like this. A bet was made in the now landmark bar Mugs Away Saloon. The loser, well, would have to moon the Amtrak train. That was 31 years ago when the tradition is still alive and running. Uh, Or or mooning. Mooning, yes. But this time, Mugs Away decided it was the perfect timing to have a charity event to help the handicapped and the disabled. Okay, this is why I finally moved from California. Okay, But on the other hand, mooning a train doesn't seem that far away from a charity car wash once you've had a few too many at the Mugs Away Saloon. All right. The day rolls along and the thrill of revealing your bum um, only builds. The sound of the horn blowing, pants start falling and people scream with excitement. This this 
reporters. It was his second year there, and he's having an even better time. The train, depending on the conductor, would slow down only encouraging the crowds on. You could see people peering out the windows of the train. Unfortunately, the cabs were too dark to get any footage of the humorous sight. Cameras were rolling inside the train and out. If you have any uh, inclination to experiencing yourself as an exhibitionist, this is the time. Yeah, so, and the question is, you know, there, half cheek, full cheek, one cheek, two. Yeah, well, that sounds like a a Dr. Seuss poem, half cheek, one cheek. Yeah, half cheek, one cheek, full cheek, two. You know, that reminds me, when I lived in Santa Barbara, the Amtrak used to come roaring down and it would uh, slow down as it was coming by the nude beach just south of Santa Barbara. It would, right? And the stories were that it would lean to the west with all the people running to the windows on that side of the train. So, hey, that daylight flyer can really be a lot of fun. Yeah, especially when the moon comes out. Here's some good news from Barney Frank and Ron Paul. They're doing it together. The crack in the dike has appeared in the military budget dike. Here's what they say, as reported in The Huff. As members of opposing political parties, we disagree on a number of important issues, but we must not allow honest disagreement over some issues to interfere with our ability to work together when we do agree. By far the single most important of these is our current initiative to include substantial reductions in the projected level of American military spending as part of future deficit reduction efforts. For decades, the subject of military expenditures has been glaringly absent from public debate. Yet the Pentagon budget for 2010 is $693 billion more than all other discretionary spending programs combined. Even subtracting the cost of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, military spending still amounts to over 42% of total spending. We're killing ourselves! It is irrefutably clear to us that if we do not make substantial cuts in the projected levels of Pentagon spending, we will do substantial damage to our economy and dramatically reduce our quality of life. Not to mention the reduction of life quality that the military is engaged in all over the planet. We are not talking about cutting the money needed to supply American troops in the field, and we are not talking about cutting essential funds for combating terrorism. Immediately after World War II, America took on the responsibility of protecting virtually every country that asked for it. Sixty-five years later, we continue to play that role long after there is any justification for it. And currently, American military spending makes up approximately 44% of all expenditures worldwide. Europeans boast about their social model with its generous vacations and early retirements, its national health care systems and extensive welfare benefits, contrasting it with the comparative harshness of American capitalism. Europeans have benefited from low military spending protected by NATO and the American nuclear umbrella. We believe that the time has come for a much quicker withdrawal from Iraq than the president has proposed. We both voted against that war, but even for those who voted for it, there can be no justification for spending over $700 billion of American taxpayers' money on direct military spending in Iraq since the war began. 
In order to create a systematic approach to reducing military spending, we have convened a sustainable defense task force consisting of experts on military expenditures that span the ideological spectrum. The task force has produced a detailed report with specific recommendations for cutting Pentagon spending by approximately $1 trillion over a 10-year period. Mm, Man, we can go back to work and green ourselves up good with a trillion dollars. It calls for eliminating certain Cold War weapons and scaling back our commitments overseas. In the short term, rebuilding our economy and creating jobs will remain our nation's top priority. But it is essential that we begin to address the issue of excessive military spending in order to ensure prosperity in the future. Yeah, our kids, our grandkids are going to be carrying this crippling burden of military expenditure. We've got to take that burden off their backs. We may not agree on what to do. This is Barney and Paul talking now. We may not agree on what to do with the estimated $1 trillion in savings. But we do agree that nothing either of us cares about deeply will be possible if we do not begin to face this issue now. Hooray for Barney and hooray for Ron. Sweet little Jerry got her hands in her pockets and she's waiting for a downtown train. And the high heel boots with the straps hung low And her head hanging down in shame oh, 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 oh. The wolves all dress up just like sheep And they go and hit the town And Sharon never sees them But they're hanging all around Yo Switchblade Jimmy come to take her down at 4th and May Her mind in a haze of better days Before her body was an ad campaign Now the filthy crooks and pocketbooks Are all that she receives The dashboard dogs and backseat hogs And down onto her knees I'm too weak to try to speak, oh no Yeah, I am tempted, I'm ashamed, yeah I'm ashamed and I'm to blame, oh no You'll see, yeah I'm tempted by the cherry tree You'll see, yeah I'm tempted by the cherry Jerry took the last bus home in the middle of the pouring rain. She saw 
boys sleeping and the good girls weeping through the fog on the window panes. But she never has a prayer Cause as long as there are bad boys They'll be penny millionaires Yeah, I am tempted, I am weak, yeah I'm too weak to try to speak, oh no I am tempted, I'm ashamed, yeah I'm ashamed, I'm to blame, Cherry tree, you'll see. Yeah, I'm tempted by the cherry tree.